Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I'm talking to you about Hearthstone from the comfort of my uh, my gaming lair. Actually, still on my old chair. I ordered a new chair, and I'm very annoyed that it's not here yet. But um, that that's a discussion probably for next week. But for right now, I am um, doing this from the comfort of my chair because we have a lot of decks to talk about, and it is probably not the greatest idea for me to go through those decks while I'm driving anyway. Um, I have done that in the past, but I, I really shouldn't be. So um, I'm actually recording this live stream. Hi, chat. So um, I may take some questions at the end, or I may have some comments from chat where I normally wouldn't. But, um, well, you know, I, I think you'll all be, all be able to roll with the punches. Before I get into the decks, and I have about 13, I think, that I crafted on Thursday night that um, I'll go through. And I may, and I, usually when I do this, I end up changing them in line as we go. So if I do that, I'll try to update the list. That'll be attached to the show notes when this goes out, which will hopefully be tonight. Uh, it could be tomorrow, but I'm on vacation this week, so it, it may go out tomorrow morning. Um, but I, so I, I, as I was saying to chat right before I started recording the podcast, I'm at around Diamond 3. I uh, was struggling the first couple days of the month. I don't know why, just kind of like I was just getting tilted and not really super into playing. I'm, I'm burnt out on these decks, we'll, we'll be honest. I'm... I'm pretty done with this meta, and I'm very ready um, for for a new meta. And um, what I am, what I, so what I was doing was I was going with Quest Warlock once I finally got up to around platinum, and that that carried me pretty hard. Um, I ended up on a win streak through the the Diamond Five floor into Diamond Four, and then just kind of kept winning from there. So I'm at. I'm at, like, Diamond 3. It's probably one I'm going to be playing on stream tonight. I, I think it's a good deck. I've been dodging some of the bad matchups. I've been seeing a lot of Paladin, which it's been pretty good for. Obviously, the Priests are good, though. I did run into two Quest Priests in a row this morning, which I don't know if somebody posted a list or it was or, or it's just, like, two people just had the same idea and I was unlucky enough to queue into both of them. But I, I beat one and I didn't beat the other. Because um, one of them was like a normal Resurrect Priest, and I beat that. But the other one was like this very weird like Highlander Quest Priest, and I I have a lot of questions about that. <laughs> but I'm I I am not expecting to get to Legend before I um before the the new set comes out. But I wouldn't be upset if I did. We'll put it that way. I'm gonna try, but I I don't know how much I have in me. You know, I I kind of don't want to burn out on Hearthstone before the um, before the new set comes out. But anyway, so we've got a lot of decks to talk about. So uh, speaking of Priest, we can start there. Um, and I have, the, um, I have the, the decks up on the screen for those of you who are in chat. And um, uh, when you're at home, I will have links in the show notes, which you can find, as always, at offcurve.com. Um, you'll be able to find those in the show notes. I will also have, I should have codes as well. And, um, you know, you're always welcome to join at uh, twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. But obviously you're not doing that now, so <laughs> here we are. So um, I, I'm, as I usually do with this, I'm starting off with the ones that I don't think are changing too much. And then kind of go into reinventions of existing archetypes and then kind of newish archetypes. So we're going to start, uh, you know, this wouldn't be an off curve. We didn't start with Priest. So I've got a Galakron Priest. Um, and I'll read out the list for those of you who are listening in the car. Um, two Disciple of Galakron, two Renew, one Acidic Swamp Ooze, two Imprisoned Vile Fiend, uh, one copy of Mind Render Elusia, uh, two Penance, one Sethic Veil Weaver, one Shadow Word Death, 
uh, two Apotheosis, two the Breath of the Infinite, Madame Lazul, two Cabal Acolyte, two Fate Weaver, Headmaster Kalthazad, uh, two Shield of Galakrond, two Time Rip, Kronks, Galakrond, Soul Mirror, and Mirazond. It, it's a lot of stealing. And I, my Rangaru Lucia, I've been um, pretty vocal about. If you, the, um, the Happy Hearthstone card review should be out by the time you hear this. Um, and so I talked at length on that about Mind Render Lucia. I think it's a bananas card, and if you're not running a Resurrect list, you really ought to be running it. There's a lot of application that I think a lot of people haven't really thought of yet. I, I'll go listen to the card review because I went into that there. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to rehash that because we've got a lot to get through. But Mind Render Lucia is, is a bananas card that I want to have in a Galakron Priest. Um, I'm less convinced by Cabal Acolyte. I think it's a good four drop. It kind of brings the curve of the, of the deck down a little bit. You do generally have enough spells to trigger it. Uh, but I, I don't know how good it's going to be in practice. It might just end up getting cut. Um, but I figure we're, we're, we're trying new things, right? So we're going to try Cabal Acolyte in the list and see how it works. Um, it did mean cutting one Sethic to make room. I'm not, well, the, the, the Aswad, Acidic Swamp Booze was the concession for the, for cutting one Sethic. And I think we're going to see enough weapons and we'll get into that later where you may need to do that. Though I did kind of opt out of doing that in some of the other lists because it's day one and we should have fun and then, you know, not, not build defensively yet. There's going to be plenty of time for that. Um, I think the Headmaster Kalthazad is good with the time rips. It's also good with the death. And also you just get cards off of Renew. And off the of Sethic Veilweaver that you can also um, potentially use a target with it. That might come out too. I'm not, you know, it, it. There, when you look at the list, there really aren't that many ways to trigger it, but there are enough, right? So, it it could work out. I I, I like the idea of it. I it may get cut very very quickly. So we're gonna move on to um to a demon hunter and a very aggressive demon hunter. I was trying to figure out like what demon hunter would look like if we were cutting skull and going just all in on glide as as the refill for an extremely aggressive list so um this one is a uh, two battle fiend two beaming sidekick two blazing battle mage two guardian og merchant two twin slice two born shore brawler two chaos strike two mana feeder panthara which is the two mana two three that after you use if you've used your hero power it's a battle cry then draw a card um, two Umberwing, two I-Beam, one Frozen Shatter Weaver, two Seder Overseer, uh, two Glide, Kane, two Mara Slicer, which is the four mana, four attack weapon that puts two Soul Fragments in your deck, and two Glaivebound Adept. Um, this might want Voracious Reader, maybe instead of the Panthara, or maybe instead of something else, I'm not entirely sure. I think Voracious Reader is kind of a, a bonkers card too, that you probably want in the deck. Um, but this is just kind of like a very low curve aggressive list that's using glide as refill. So the idea is you're going to dump your hand out and then you're going to glide with one or two cards that maybe you don't want to play or, um, or you'll just empty your hand entirely and then glide. And, and if you, um, reshuffle your opponent's hand, great, but you're so you just pay four to draw four and pay four to draw four is probably enough. Um, and you just top out of the glaive bound adept because glaive bound adept is still kind of a, a bananas card and you still want to run it. So that, that's kind of the thought process that I had there. Um, we'll move on. You can tell how much I love Demon Hunter that we're moving on from that very quickly. But um, So we're going to move on to 
a what did what did I do with this? This is a oh this is a no minion mage. Um, with some of the new cards, so evocation, uh, copy of evocation, two font of power, two learn draconic, two copies of primordial studies, which um, is the one mana spell that discovers a spell damage minion and it costs one less. Um, two ray of frost, two frost bolt, two encanter's flow, two arcane intellect, two combustion, which is the three mana spell that does four four damage and it splashes the damage to uh, adjacent minions. Um, one flame ward, one ice barrier, two fireball, two apexis blast, two blizzard. One Deep Freeze, two Power of Creation, one Puzzle Box, and Amazing Reno. So, you know, again, very similar to the way that the list was built before. Um, I think Primordial Studies is actually really good just for giving you more minions in the deck. And again, I'm big on Primordial Studies because you can... Um, what you can do is you can hit the uh, Astromancer Solarian for one mana, and you have like a 23% chance to get that. So that's kind of bananas. Um, and so that, I think that's worth, you generally want cards that give you minions anyway in no minion mage, cause you do kind of need them. Um, but it's also just really good. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a good way to get, to get an Astromancer Solarian. Combustion, I think is a good early, early board control tool that I think we want to be running. Um, I did cut rolling fireball for that reason, cause rolling fireball is generally overkill and you generally don't want to wait for it for five. So this lets you get that effect a little bit sooner. Um, and, and then, you know, the rest of it is pretty much the same list as it was. Uh, you know, there's, there, you don't get that many spells in Scholomance, so there aren't that many that fit, but these are the ones that, uh, that do. So we'll move on to, um, to a, a reimagined version of Quest Warlock. So this is Quest Warlock using the, um, using the, the soul shards, soul fragments, soul shards. Um, you listen to me. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm saying. So, um, using the soul fragments because a lot of what you're looking for is a lot of extra healing. So, and, and a lot of these are kind of board controly tools that you probably want to run anyway. So these will kind of help you heal the, the soul fragments themselves are cast when drawn. So they're extra, they're extra quest triggers as well. When they, when you draw them, then it draws that card and draws you another. So it actually ticks off the quest twice so if you put a bunch of soul fragments in your deck then you're going to heal a bunch and advance the quest so um so we've got one mortal coil one ray of fire two soul fire one supreme archaeology which is the quest two more artificer two nether breath two plot twist one questing explorer which maybe should be a tour guide i was talking to ridiculous hat about this earlier today and i think it might it might be better off as a tour guide um, two copies of Soul Shear, which it does three damage to a minion and shuffles two soul fragments into your deck. Um, Zephyrus, two copies of Dark Skies, two copies of School Spirits, which is the um, three mana spell that does uh, two damage to the board and shuffles two soul fragments into your deck. Um, one copy of Lorekeeper Pull Kelt, which is the one that reorders your deck so that the highest cost cards are on top. Uh, one big ol' whelp, two crazy nether wings, two void drinker, which is the four five taunt that gets plus three plus three if you destroy a soul, a soul fragment in your deck. Um, Keldan the breaker, one flesh giant, uh, one copy twisting nether, Alexstrasza, and Maligos. So you'll notice that there's no dragon queen Alexstrasza in the list, and the reason for that is because we really want when we play Lord Keeper Pull Kelt, which is the way that we're going to get the quest done, or we're going to get to the Wing Con sooner once we've completed the quest, then Lord Keeper Pull Kelt will, will make it so that we're going to draw one of our nine drops first. 
we really want that nine drop to be Malagos or Alexstrasza. So if you think about it, right, like uh, once you're at 10 mana, you can play Polkelt for four, Hero Power for two, that's six. Draw either Alex or Malagos, and you'll still have four mana to work with. You really don't want that to be Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, right? Maybe, maybe you're okay with it if you do, because, I mean, the next turn, theoretically, you could draw and then tap again if you haven't drawn any of them, but you're probably going to have drawn one of them by now. So you probably want to have drawn the um the out the Alexstrasza, or you probably want to get the Alexstrasza and the Malagos off of that, which is why I cut the Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. That's also the reason for the big ol' whelp to be there, because you need a little you need to kind of replace a little bit of that of that dragon synergy in order to be able to trigger the crazed nether wings and the nether and nether breaths. So I put the big ol' whelp in because it's just extra draw. So it just helps us cycle through the deck a little bit faster. And then the void drinkers are replacing the um the abyssal summoners because you know what size that's going to be and it's going to be able to come out one turn cheap one turn sooner and protect your face one turn sooner and you will probably have played a soul share or a school spirits by then so i think that the void trigger is kind of an upgrade from the abyssal um the abyssal summoner you will draw that from um oh actually we cut um we cut sense demons from this as well um that is a little bit of a downside but we and we cut the we did end up cutting the um the Aranasi Broodmothers. I don't know if I, I think we can get away with that because we are um because we're shuffling the soul fragments in. So we're gonna get that that damage back. It, you're not gonna be able to necessarily cycle it as many times, but you're going to get 16 healing shuffled into the deck. So you don't have to rely on the Aranasi Broodmothers. And the advantage of the soul of the soul fragments over the Arnasi Broodmother is that you control when they go in, so you're never wasting that healing on, like, turn one. Like, it just so happens, like, you'll tap into into a Arnasi Broodmother, or you'll or you'll you'll get it when you're at full health, and you, you have to worry about that less, because you're controlling when you decide to shuffle the soul, the soul fragments in. So I think that that'll be a little bit of an upgrade from there as well. So I, I think that Quest Warlock, I mean, Quest Warlock has some other problems now with... Mind Render Lucia is one, and just the increasing amount of aggro, but I think you're getting enough defensive tools between getting the additional healing as well as being able to um, being able to get the taunt out a little bit sooner that and, and have that taunt not necessarily be dependent on your hand size that I think you'll you might be able to compete with this list. So we're gonna move on to a Librum Paladin. Um, that got also got a lot of good tools in this list. So we got um, two Aldor Attendant, two Argent Braggart, which is the two mana 1-1 one, one that gets um, health and attack to be equal to the biggest on the board. You have a two Hand of Adal, two Liberant of Wisdom, two Loot Hoarder, uh, Murgur McGurgle, two Wild Pyromancer, two Call to Adventure, one Gift of Luminance, which um, gives a minion a Divine Shield and makes a 1-1 one, one copy of it. One copy of Goody Two Shields, Two Consecration, uh, one High Abyss Allura, which is the four mana three six with Spellburst. Um, draw a minion out of your deck and it targets her if possible. Um, Lorekeeper Pull Kelt, two Aldor Truthseeker, two Librum of Justice, two Devout Pupil, which gets cheaper for every spell that you cast on your characters. Um, Lady Liadrin and uh, Librum of Hope. So again, we're 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 going to we want to run Lorekeeper Lorekeeper Pull Kelt. Because we want to get the Librams and Lady Liadrin up to the top of the deck. It, it's probably going to be... It, it, it'll probably be Liadrin first if it's reordering. I don't actually know if it looks at the card or it looks at the the current 
cost of the card? That's actually a really good, a really great question. But either way, those are cards you want right after you play Polkel. You want Liberums of Hope usually. You want um, you want Lady Liadrin. So um, those are both things that you're looking for. And so I think it's worth giving up some of the pure Paladin synergy um, in order to in order to get that that additional consistency of drawing those cards. Um, and then if you're doing that, right, then you start running things like the Loot Hoarder. Um, I don't think we have any any other neutrals in the deck. You probably could work a couple. Oh, the Wild Pyromancer. Um, and we'll use the Qualo Adventure to get the, the Elder Attendant out sooner. If you draw both your Elder Attendants, you'll draw an Archip Braggart, which is fine. You probably want that anyway. And um, you can use Wild Pyromancer with the with the, um, with the the Librum of Justice. Um, I didn't put uh, Baron Karzov. Kar I forget what the name is. The the three mana three two that um that equalities the board and then does one damage when it dies. I didn't put that in here because I didn't think you really need it. But it, it could work its way in here. Um, and and I kind of put Gift of Luminance and Goody Two Shields in as one of because I don't know which one is better. Um, Gift of Luminance can copy a bunch of Liberum of Wisdoms when you when you copy a minion that you've put that on. So that's relevant. Even if you're just getting the 1-1, one, one, you're still getting the Death Rattle with it. And then Goody Two Shields, I mean, if you have Liberum of Wisdom, you're going to be able to proc that a lot. So can pretty consistently get the shield back. So... I'm not sure which one is better. That's why they're one of in the list. I, I imagine one will fall off. Or maybe the Call of Adventure will come out if you find that you don't need as much draw as that. But I think you do need the draw. Um, I, I, I like the look of this list. Um, I'm sure that Zoroshio, who is... Um, Zoroshio from Hero Power is also my teammate in THL. Will probably He is a Paladin aficionado. He probably has a much better version of the list. But I think that this is these are the kinds of things that I want to I wanna try in a Libra Paladin. Okay, moving on to Quest Hunter. And I have been asked, why do you want to do this? And, well, because it's there. <laughs> but I, I am not, I'm not really interested in crafting a Highlander Hunter. Like, we've seen that. We know what it is. Um, I am not going to be too much more ambitious in that because Sadisi is going to be much better at that than I am. But Quest Hunter is, a, is the one Hunter deck that I really do enjoy. So I wanted to take a stab at it with all the new tools that it got. Um, so I, we have two copies of Adorable Infestation, two copies of Overwhelm. Adorable Infestation gives one, one, plus one, plus one to a minion, uh, summons a one, one cub, and then puts a one, one cub in your hand. Um, Overwhelm does, um, is a one mana spell that does damage equal number of minions on the board to a minion. Uh, two copies of Tracking, one copy of Unsealed the Vault, which is the quest, one, uh, two copies of Wolpertinger, which is the one, one beast that summons a copy of itself. Uh, one Hinge Clan Hogsteed, two Questing Explorer, two Scavengers Ingenuity, um, Ace Hunter Crean, which lets your minions uh, be immune when they're trading, uh, two copies of Bloated Python, which is the one-two that summons a 4-4, four, four. two Desert Spear, two Diving Griffin, un two Unleash the Hounds, Zixor, Sky General Crag, two Faceless Corruptor, Vectus, who summons two one-one Whelps that get Death Rattles of minions that you have that have died this game, and then two copies of Swarm of Locusts. So we're bringing. The, we're bringing the the curve of the deck down. Um, we're not running a lot of the the high end. We're not running this Leorox crush stuff, right? We're just getting a bunch of minions on board as quick as we can, so we can proc the quest, so we can start hitting the opponent in the face. Um, I think that Adorable Infestation is kind of the 
the spring paw replacement that we we needed it just lets us get a bunch of minions on the board you do have to have something on the board already but that's not really a problem with this with this deck you're generally going to have a minion that you can target for one mana so that's fine um cream will let you protect some of the more valuable minions like um the the parrot that comes out of crag the faceless corruptors um you know a zixor prime maybe probably not because that costs eight um a diving griffin can get to trade twice like those sorts of things um you generally do want a lot of these minions to die because you want them to make room but not all of them some of them are worth protecting so that that's why that's there um and then you know obviously some of the some of the early game like overwhelm is just kind of let you let you get through a taunt so you can keep hitting face um you're generally like seven mana you can swarm the locusts and take out a big taunt uh that that seems worth trying uh bloated python is just a really good death rattle minion and um and then vectus just gets some of these death rattles so we've got the hench clan hogsteed we've got the um the two bloated pythons and you've got Sixor, right and that that's like enough like you'll probably get one or two of those even if none of the death rattles um get attached you're still summoning three minions for five mana which is not what you want to do but it's okay if you get a couple of death rattles and you're summoning a couple more minions or you're shuffling more zixors in your deck either of which are things that you want to do um, so I don't know if this is good enough. It doesn't really have, like, Quest Hunters always struggled since Leroy went away, because the Leroy Unleash the Hounds combo was really what, what carried it to be able to close out games. We still don't have something like that. Um, we might have to run Tundra Rhinos to do something like that, and that, that's a possibility also, but I think this is a good, a good starting point. All right, so we're going to move on to a zoo. Um, this is probably incorrect. <laughs> the way that I built this, I have been advised that Soul, um, Soulbound Ashtong is... A bananas card that i should have in this list that i don't um so this will probably change but this was kind of my first i'm not an aggro player you know that if you've been listening if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time you know that i'm not an aggro player um so this is just kind of my attempt at a self-damage zoo i'm um, taking taking into effect some of the uh the other things that we've that we've gotten in this in this set so we've got um two fiendish servant two flame imp two guardian arc merchant uh, one soul fire, two void walker, two bone web eggs, which are the which is the zero two that summons two one one two two ones. Uh, if you it, when it dies or when it's discarded, um, two evil genius, two expired merchant, two imprisoned scrap imp, two dark lair, two magic carpets, one never set thrasher, one disciplinarian gandling, which is the um, the four mana minion that every time you summon a minion it it kills it and then summons a four four in its place. Um, one disease vulture, two nightshade matrons, two hands of Goldan, and two flesh giants. The more I look at this list, the less I'm convinced on it about it, honestly. Um, but I'm not an aggro player. I'm not really sure how to build this, to be honest. Um, but this was just kind of like a starting point for some things that you can do with the the bone web bag getting uh, sacrificed by the evil genius. You've got um, the magic carpet for all of the the one drops, along with the lackeys that are going to come out of the evil genius. You've got Neferset Thrasher. That's that's proking um procking your flesh giant making it cheaper so you have a giant that you can drop later sea giant's probably better but i just wanted to try in this list this is probably not the right list for it i have another list later that's that's a little bit better in um but you know and you've got the the whole expired merchant nightshade matron and gold dam package it just helps, helps you reload so there's probably a better version of this this was just kind of a swag at it that if you are interested it's a decent starting point and then feel a treat tweak as you need to um and then we get to Resurrect Priest. And I am a believer in Resurrect Priest. So I think that, 
it's something that, you know, if you watch my stream, I played it last week. I did reasonably well with a pretty subpar list, all things considered. And it's got some really interesting tools that I think will make it a good choice, especially early on, because the first decks that are going to get refined are going to be heavy aggro, and this can really shut it down. Um, so we've got two copies of Raise Dead, which is the zero mana spell that does three damage to you and then uh, returns two minions that have died this game to your... In, uh, friendly minions that have died to your hand. Um, to renew two penance, to Breath of the Infinite, to Gift of Luminance, which again is the the spell that the three mana spell that gives you uh, a, a divine shield on your minion and then gives you a one one copy. Two robes of protection, which is a three mana neutral minion that is a two four that says your minions uh, cannot be targeted by spells or hero powers. Um, Archmage Vargoth, two Bone Wraith, two Holy Nova, two Psychopomp, two Convincing Infiltrator, two Cartoon Defender, Galakrond. Uh, Skeletal Dragon, Katrina Muerte, Mass Resurrection, Plague of Death. So kind of the same core. We're getting a three drop back with the robes. And I think the robes is kind of the, the, the missing piece here. Because like when you play that, it's first of all, it's a good three drop. We, we played Albatross. I, yes, it's two attack versus four attack. There is a difference there. I recognize that. But it is a valuable three drop that you will not be embarrassed to resurrect. Obviously, you want the taunts. But if you're doing Katrina, if you're playing Katrina or you're playing Mass Res, particularly, Psycho Pump, maybe. Um, I don't know that you want to be Psycho Pumping this necessarily, but you certainly do want this off of Katrina and Mass Res. Because what that means is that they have to deal with this before they can deal with Katrina or before they can deal with your taunts. And that's going to be really annoying. Um, I think that this could be the piece that just makes that board stick a little bit better. And forces your opponent to have to, say, trade through your convincing infiltrators or your cartoon defenders where otherwise they might have been able to silence them or um, or target them with, like, a polymorph or something like that. and or, or even just, like, build up a big board and then throw direct damage at it to reduce the number of things that are going through it. Like, you, not only do you want that actually killing something, you also just want to soak the hits, right? So robes will make it that way because... If you have the taunts protecting the robes, then there's no way to go but through, right? And then Gift of Luminance, I think, replaces Grave Rune in this list. Mainly because Grave Rune is, is low-key the worst card in the deck. It's, it's simultaneously the best card in the deck and the worst card in the deck. And what this does is it lets you get the good part of, of Grave Rune, which is getting the extra copy for three mana instead of five, because you could run Psych Split, but then you're going up to five mana and it's making it even more awkward. Now you can get this down on three mana. So at eight, for three mana, so at eight mana, you can drop a Convincing Infiltrator and, and gift it. On seven mana, you can play a Vargoth and play this and then get another copy of it. Two, two more copies of it, actually, um, if, if you have an empty board. Right or or the same thing with Bone Wraith or whatever comes off the Psycho Pomp as long as it's not a Robes. Um, there is a little bit, um, there is a little bit of anti synergy there with the um, with the Robes of Protection, but I think you take that, right? And and it's not. I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. But I think this is a really interesting approach that we can take. That I'm I'm pretty excited about playing. I don't know about day one, but if I see a lot of aggro. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going here. All right. And then um, next one I have is kind of a more aggressive rogue. 
Again, I'm not an aggro player. There are going to be people who are going to build this better than I am. And I specifically did not include um, Self-Sharpening Sword, which I know a lot of people are very excited about. So this probably is incorrect and is going to need some help. But um, but we'll start here and then we'll kind of go from there. So we have um, two Backstab, two Blazing Battle Mage, two copies of Secret Passage, which um, swaps your hand with five cards from your deck and then swaps them back the next turn. Um, two Spider Mistress, two Wand Thieves, two Worgen Infiltrators... Um, two eviscerates, one coerce, which is three mana, um, destroy, um, destroy damage minion combo, destroy any minion. Um, Edwin, two evil miscreant, two greyheart sage, two hook scimitar, two volpera toxin blade, um, two infiltrator Lillian, two waggle pick, two, uh, two copies of cutting class, which is the five mana spell that draws you cards equal to the attack of your weapon, I believe. And then Dr. Krastanov, which is, um, five mana four for rush, give your weapon plus one plus one. Um, I may, I could see the little paratoxin blades coming out. They're probably not good enough, uh, in retrospect, simply because it's a three, three, it needs to live because it's not a battle cry. It's actually an aura effect. So that might get replaced with something else. Um, but overall, this is kind of like a stealthy, a stealthy aggro list. The wand thieves are just going to give you more mage spells, which can give you burn, um, you've got all the, the cheap, the cheap stealth minions. Maybe the, maybe the Volpera Toxin Blade should just be Spy Mistresses, just to get the extra, um, the extra stealth synergy going, um, to just get the extra draw with the Greyheart Sage. But I, I think that there's something here with, with the Four Swords and, and Cutting Class is basically like a sprint when you think about it. I mean, you're going to draw four cards off of it. So I, honestly, I think that's going to be worth running a list like this just to be able to get that refill. Um, and now we're going to go on to a couple of decks that I'm really excited about, even more so than Resurrect Priest, if you can believe it. So, um, one of them is Quest Malagos Druid. And I've been hearing a lot of people like questioning Forest Ward and Omu. We had a conversation about it on Happy Hearthstone last night. And, um, this, this car, I think this car is going to enable this archetype because this was almost there. I based this off of um superior david's quest druid but um tincho is a player from i forget if he's from um chile or argentina i believe from south america and he i casted a match where he was playing a malagos druid with the uh with the satyrs the imprisoned satyrs and was able to win a match with it and i think this is going to be more consistent than that so um we have one copy of innervate two copies of lightning bloom two moonfire uh one copy of untapped potential which is the quest, uh, two Crystal Merchant, two Rising Winds, two Wrath, one copy of Speaker Gidro, which is the three mana, one four Wind Fury Rush that gets um, plus, I think it's plus health, plus health and attack equal to the uh, the spell that you just played um, as a spell burst. One copy of Germination, which co is a four mana spell that copies a minion and gives it taunt. Two copies of Creep Groundskeeper, which are the four mana, four five taunt that um, gives you gives you five healing if you have a spell that costs five or more in your hand. Two Anubisat Defender, two Oasis Surger, two Starfall, Forest Warden, Forest Warden Omu, who is the uh, six drop that has spell burst, refresh your mana crystals, two copies of Hidden Oasis, Oasis, um, two copies of Nourish, and a Maligos. So, what we are doing is we're hard cycling through the deck. We've got some tools that are going to allow us to survive early in Groundskeeper and Speaker Gidra. Um, and then 
you have um, you have lightning bloom to be able to give you some additional mana to work with if you need it. But the real combo at the end of all of this is you play Omu, and then you germination it. So germination makes a copy of it. That's your first ten mana. Germination will copy the Omu, and then it will trigger the spell burst to refresh your mana crystals. But the copy still has an active spell burst that hasn't been hasn't been triggered yet. So at that point. You play Maligos, you play one of your zero mana spells. Um, it could be Lightning Bloom, could be Innervate, could be Moonfire, doesn't matter. And then that will refresh your 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 crystals from the second spell from the second spell burst. And then you throw all your burn a face. And if you um if you go Moonfire, Swipe, Swipe, Moonfire, I believe that's 30. Um you could build this with a with a um faceless manipulator if you wanted to. Um but I think there's enough enough draw in here and there's enough uh with between the crystal merchant and the rising winds and the wrath and the nourish um two copies of each that you, you'll get through your deck very quickly and you're not going to have to worry about timing it with the satyr which took two turns and sometimes it would just hit the wrong thing you don't need to worry about keeping uh keeping stuff in your hand for a lease though you certainly could run a lease if you needed to um if you needed the extra copies of the stuff after um, you know, after the spell burst, that's a thing that you could do also. Um, but I think that this is going to be a way that you can get this done. And I think the Omu, the Omu germination combo is something that we may find a better way to abuse it, but this is something that's ripe, ripe for abuse. So, um, we're going to, we're going to try that. And that's one of the ones I'm excited about playing on day one also. Um, so we, we would be remiss if we're talking about a deck with Lightning Bloom Fleet, and also talk about Maligos Shaman, which is a deck that I've theory crafted for every set for at least three now. And one of these days I'm going to be right. Eventually I'm going to be right. So um, this is um, two Frost Shock, two Lightning Bolt, um, two copies of Primordial Studies, which is the one mana spell that gives you a spell damage minion. You're 27% to get Lady Vosh, which will draw you a lot of those cheap spells for free. Um, two Diligent Note Taker, which is the two mana two three with spell bursts, return the spell to your hand. Um, two copies of Rune Dagger, which is the weapon that gives you plus one spell damage after you attack for that turn. Two Farsight, uh, Lady Vosh, two mana Tide Totem, two Molten Blast, which is the three mana, uh, does two damage that can go face and I believe summons you two one one elementals. Um, two Hex, Lord Keeper, Pull Kelt, two Wretched Tutor. Um, I actually have to look up Wretched Tutor because I forget now what that actually does when I was... I haven't spent a whole lot of time with the Shaman card, so I have to, um, I have to actually look that up again and see what that is. Um, so give me just a moment. This is, this is the kind of thing I can do when I'm not in the car, actually. Um, so Wretched Tumor, Tutor is a two, a four mana two five neutral minion with spell burst deal two damage to all other minions. So it's just a little bit of, of additional board clear. That is probably something that we can consider cutting late at some point. Um, but it's there. Um, two Hagatha's Scheme. Uh, Rasphoros Whisper, which is the five mana three six, I believe, that gets um, that does damage at the end of your turn equal to your spell damage. Um, one copy of the Lurker below. One Earthquake. Two Tidal Wave, which is the three mana spell. The eight mana spell that does three damage to the board with Lifesteal. And then Maligos. So... Um, we've got a lot of, um, we've got a fair amount of spell damage. We're taking advantage of that spell damage with things like the Tidal Wave and Raz Frost Whisper. I think Tidal Wave might be better in this specific list than a Walking Fountain just because you have 
so much spell damage that you can actually make uh, you know make use of something like a tidal wave over a um over a walking fountain and then we've got lore keeper poke help to make sure that you get your maligos at the end of the game maybe you don't I, you know i assume you want you want to do that um it seems like the most efficient way to do it and then you'll also get some survivability with the tidal wave if you need to and and lork you can also time lore keeper poke help if you hold a far sight then you can get a maligos for six mana so that's a thing that you probably want to do in case the Lady Vosh drawing spells thing doesn't work. Um, so yeah, Torrent, Torrent is, uh, Chad is saying Torrent is a good thing to have. It probably is, and I probably should have it in here somewhere. Uh, maybe that's instead of the Wretched Tutors, to be honest. Um, Torrent would probably be, uh, it's, it's been so long since I've actually built a Shaman deck that I forget what tools it has. But, um, but yeah, Torrent would probably be better than the Wretched Tutor, if we're being honest about that. Uh, but I think the Primordial Studies is good, getting the, the cheap spell damage. I mean, you can get, um, you know, you can just get some cheap spell damage and weave it in with the, additionally, with the Maligos or with the Tidal Wave, and that, that's also worth doing. Or you can just get a two-mana Lady Vosh and get more Lady Voshes in your in your deck to draw out some more of the spells that will get you free spells, and that will also get you closer to Maligos or, and or Polkel to get you Maligos. So um, this is probably not good enough. None of the Mali Shamans have been, but, you know, again, it's Mali Shaman, so I'm going to try. I'm going to keep trying until we get it right or until they re rotate Maligos out of uh, out of standard. This is my way of uh, protesting the Blizzard. And then I think this is the last deck that we have, which is... Um, I was starting to think about how can we go in on a full, like, hardcore uh, Soul Fragment deck. And I realized that one of the things that we can do is um we can play maligos and actually this is an uh a, a not updated version of the deck because um i know i'm supposed to have valdris in here and i think i cut a sun fury protector for for it so we'll just we'll just say that we did that um the good old scholar tried dcu watches says in chat yeah that that's exactly it we're gonna we're gonna do that for maligos shaman so i'm, I'm gonna kind of ad lib with this one as we go but i think that um i think that's the only change that i made after this after i finished with this because valdris should be in this deck so, um, so we can play Handlock. We can play old school Handlock with Maligos without having to use the quest. And we've got some additional tools that let us do that. So it's going to be a little bit similar to the quest, um, the quest Warlock, but it's going to be um, more interested in getting the Maligos down um, without having to do the quest shenanigans and just using other, other ways to, uh, to make that a little bit cheaper with um, things like Frisk Kindle Roost and stuff like that. So we've got... Um, two Mortal Coil, two Soul Fire, two Nether Breath, two Soul Shear, two Sun Fury Protector. One of those should be a Valdris Felgorge. Um, two Dark Skies, two School Spirits, two, two Shadowlight Scholar, which is the three mana. I believe it's three mana, three, two, or three, three. That does three damage to a minion. It, or three damage, period. It can go face um, if you destroy a Soul Fragment. Um, Frisk Kindle Roost, uh, two Twilight Drake, two Crazy Netherwing, two Void Drinker, um, two Abyssal Summoner, Keladan, two Flesh Giant, uh, Alexstrasza, and Maligos. So um, we have some room to get to go handlock here. Um, you do have a lot of draw with you know your hero power. You have Valdris. You have Frizz to discount the dragons, and then you can go Maligos with all of the burn. And you don't necessarily need to do the quest thing. Um, I'm not sure which way is better, um, and it may end up being like a mix of these two things. Um, I actually forgot that I did a quest warlock when we were when I was. Um, when I was building this out, but yeah, I think that this is also something you can play a little bit more mid range. You can be a little bit more proactive. You're not waiting around for plot twist 
And, you know, we can probably cut a little bit of the burnout if we wanted to and kind of get some more, um, you know, get some more proactive things in here. Some of the things that have been tried are like the, the three mana five, the faceless rager, the three mana five one that copies the health of another minion on board. So if you get a flesh giant or a twilight Drake down early, you can do that. Um, there are other, a lot of other things that we can do with an archetype like this, but I'm excited to play handlock again or, or play this kind of deck without having to go in on the quest. So I think that that is, um, something that we want to do. And I think, oh, this is, no, we have one more deck. I'm sorry. So the last deck that we have, and again, this is going to be a little bit different, um, you know, after I've realized some things, but, um, the last deck that we have is a quest tempo mage. Featuring uh, Mazaki Master Duelist, which gets additional spell damage whenever you uh, cast a spell. So we've got one copy of Vocation, um, two copies of Magic Trick, two Primordial Studies, uh, the quest. We've got two Rays of Frost, two Violet Spellwings, two Wand Thieves, um, two Lysis Adventurers, two Mana Cyclone, two Questing Explorer, two Sorcerer's Apprentice, two Wand Maker, which is a two mana 1-1 one, one that adds a one cost spell from your class to your hand. Um, two Arcane Intellect, Shinvala, one copy of Combustion, Mazaki Master Duelist, uh, Raz, Frost Whip Raz Frost Whisper, that is hard to say, and um, and two copies of Banner Giant. So, uh, you know, you can kind of see what this is going for. I played a version of this that didn't have some of the new cards on ladder. It was okay. I think that some of these cards make it a little bit more consistent. But you're just trying to, you know, either go off with Shinvala or cycle with Mana Cyclone or... Stick Mazaki later, get the um, get the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice down, and just go to town with the one cost spells. And and Primordial Studies being a, a one cost spell that gets you spell damage minions is actually really significant because what what that means is that it's another spell that you can you can play while you're trying to get Mazaki spun up, and then you can start unloading with some of the some of the burn that you collect along the way. So. Um, it might be better to cut the quest package and just put in Frostbolts and Fireballs. That's that's probably better now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but, you know, there, there's a couple different ways that you can do this. So I think that something like this is going to be... Once somebody figures out the right package, I think that this is going to be a thing. I think, I think Mizaki's too powerful to not get um, abused. So I think that for real... That for real is the last deck. So... Um, I will pause here quickly. I'll take one or two questions from chat in, if we have any, um, and then we'll wrap it up and then, um, I'll let you get on your way if you're listening to the podcast. And if, uh, you are here, we can stick around and we'll, we'll probably play some quest warlock or something to try to, uh, try to get some of those stars before the new set drops. But, and, and that was a lot. And, and so again, all these decks are kind of. Their theory crafts. I don't. I'm not one of the chosen few, so I don't get the um, the actual cards to play with. So I don't know if any of the stuff is good. And usually, when you're building a deck, you're gonna put something together. You're gonna test it. You're gonna take it out on ladder. You're gonna try it, see what works, what doesn't. You're gonna tweak it. These are just kind of first passes at it. Normally, things are missed or or some ideas are harebrained, and you know you kind of will, um, you know, you kind of refine as you go. But um, but anyway, so um, oh, Zeroshio, yeah, I did, I did talk about Pure Paladin, um, Zeroshio. So yeah, I think, I think you are going away from Pure, because I think you want to run Lord Keeper Pokal. 
Um, Old Guardian says nature studies and druid in every deck or not. Oh, nature studies is a, as a card I didn't have in the quest in the um. Well, I don't think you wanted. I mean, I don't know if you wanted the quest druid, but I think in the in the spell druid, I think you're absolutely running it. Yeah, I think that uh, you know, get a spell that that makes the spell cheaper and it's also a one cost spell on its own. I think that um, you're definitely going to play that in any sort of the the spell glowfly swarm type of decks. I don't know if we want it in quest druid. That 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 list is kind of tight. And you you need a lot, especially if you're doing the combo. I think you need the room in that deck for um for all those pieces. But I think in the in the spell druid, I think you're absolutely running nature studies for sure. Um, in the zoo deck, if you're going to run an egg, why not serpent egg? Um, that's a good question. It probably should be in there. There's a lot of things wrong with that zoo list. <laughs> so <laughs> for being honest, so the serpent egg probably should be in there too. And there's probably some other things that should be in there. And and it's probably trying to do too many things to be honest. Uh, it may be that the self-damage thing isn't isn't enough. Maybe we should just be doing sacrifices and and one drops of magic carpets and calling it a day. Um, so anyway, so that is going to do it for this episode. Um, I should be back next time, next week with Ridiculous Hat, where we will talk about all of the decks that are in the meta. And that's always a lengthy and fun episode, so uh, you're not going to want to miss that. Um, in the meantime, you can find the links to all these decks at offcurve.com. Um, in the show notes, you can also find on Twitter, you can go to at off curve. If you just want announcements for when new episodes go live, you can go to, um, at wicked good on Twitter. If you want to follow me and all the other stuff that I, that I talk about that is sometimes Hearthstone related, sometimes not, um, you can, um, join the Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash wicked good FM. I stream Monday nights at 8 PM and Thursday nights at 7 PM though. This Thursday, if you're listening to this, I will be streaming closer to 4 PM because um, my wife Maureen and I do our normal um, pack opening stream together where we open up both packs and we both got the big bundle. So we've got a lot of packs to open and she generally makes fun of me and chat enjoys it. So, um, so, you know, you can, you can come in and do that and open up packs with us and then we'll play some, play some decks and try some things after that. Um, but normally it's uh, at 7 p.m. on Thursdays, but this week it'll be at 4 p.m. Um, you can also join the Discord where there's a lot of great discussion and we'll probably be discussing a lot of the lists as um, as they get published as, and as, as Hat and I are collecting them. So you'll want to stay tuned to that. And um, if you're so inclined to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or some other podcast directory, it helps with discovery of the podcast. So um, that is all. That's going to be all for me for this episode. Um, I look for. I hope you're as excited about Scholomance as I am. I think there's a lot of interesting things happening, and I think that we'll um, we'll have a lot of things to try, and and hopefully it's going to shake up the meta quite a bit and give us some new things to do. So um, until then, um, good luck containing yourself and uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.